0: hey y'all just a quick disclaimer i think at the end of last episode we said we we're going to be recording a drunk
1: episode because i'd be away uh i didn't end up going away so we were not drunk for this episode i repeat we were not drunk lucas had just eaten a really uh
0: spicy packet of instant noodles so he was a bit delirious and i threw up in my mouth halfway through but we weren't drunk okay enjoy the episode you you like that technical foul why Bed. disrespectful the official i've been steph curry with the shot been cooking with the sauce chef curry with the pot boy happy new year all jvg nba tribute show listeners it's your boy marco i'm here with lp
1: it's lp and first <laughs> <laughs> on the agenda it's westbrook watch how do i sound yeah you sound you sound all right turn it down a little bit turn it down here yeah yeah how's that yeah that looks better okay keep this in yeah um, okay, so uh, looking through a few of the advanced stats from the early season, league average for effective field goal percentage is 52.8. Westbrook to start the season is on 44. Wow. Um, and in terms of points per shot attempted uh, or points per 100 possessions, league average this year is 108.7. Russell Westbrook is on 94. Oh
0: my God. Or
1: the 17th percentile, which means that. 83% of players that are playing are more efficient than Russell Westbrook. Which you probably didn't need to know, but maybe he needs to know that, yeah. you know? Maybe he needs to know that before putting up 25 shots today.
0: It's just like, how has he not figured this out yet? Like, <laughs> h- how does he not know that he is one of the worst shot selectors to ever walk the earth? And one of the worst... How is, how is he such a bad finisher? I was amazed in the game today I just how many times he fucking chucked it at the backboard and it flew off, like, yeah. 10 metres in the other direction. It's like... That,
1: that entire game... Um, look, you saw it and you said that it made you sick. <laughs> I I live this. Like, the... the oh. There were... Oh, my gosh. So, we had this stretch in the third. Rui was just fucking chopping it up. And, like, we'd find a, miss, uh, a mismatch and we'd find him every single time. Actually, Westbrook found him really well in this one play. Um... But we just then stopped going to him. And we didn't stop going to him and go to Beal. We went to, you know, yeah, a Westbrook piff off the backboard. Or like a Thomas Bryant no rhythm fucking long two. Mm. And I love all my I love all my Wizards, but for God's sake, if we're going to go away from Rui when he's hot, go to Beal. <laughs> um,
0: the craziest thing is you won today. Oh, um, my
1: God. Uh, yeah.
0: Just early, so many games earlier in the season, I've been like, Dan, the Wizards look all right. Like, things are coming together. And then you lose quite yeah. comfortably. <laughs> um, but... I like what. What do you put the victory down to today? Because it certainly wasn't great wizard basketball.
1: <laughs> it wasn't great wizard basketball. It was. It. Uh, I mean, we had a couple of good defensive possessions, but maybe that was just poor Brooklyn Nets offensive possessions. Mm. If anyone watched the game, you'll know we we did not deserve it. There was no <laughs> there was no set that was run there. You're like, wow, they put the Nets in a compromising position mm. there. We were just chucking up absolute shit. I mean, we went to the Westbrook posts on the right wing, like, I, don't, I want to say six times. I reckon he got fouled once and made one layup. Um, we started going to Beal. Like, we went to Beal sporadically throughout the second half, and he seemed to just make, make anything he took. Um, Bertans had a pretty bad second half. and But, yeah, I think just as a playmaker, we need the ball in Beal's hands, not Westbrook's down the stretch. Because you saw that game winner. Beal had so much gravity, and it got Brian an open dunk.
0: Yeah, um, the thing with the Westbrook uh, post plays, I wonder if that's just him being like, fuck it, I'm going to take it to the post. Like, it, it just it's, it's just such a stupid offensive play when you have all yeah. those options. And let's be honest, the Wizards are like, they have a very diverse offense. Like, they have yeah. so many like players with different talents who they should be going to when they're in trouble. And instead, they're like like, those two last possession plays that Westbrook made, were just dog shit awful. I can't can't believe like one of the best basketball players of our generation supposedly would choose (laughs) to do that when he's got like good inside guys, good outside guys, like guys who can cut, guys who can get to the rim. Like why is that your decision? (laughs) Yeah,
1: and you said one of the best players of our generation supposedly. And I reckon a couple years ago it would have been like insulting to say supposedly, but it's it's fair enough now. Like his prime was... I think we've talked about this, but ludicrous. Mm. Like his athleticism was stupid. His heart and like, his heart and his talent aligned for a couple of seasons. And he was a, he was an absolute cheat code. Mm. And yeah, he would just blow by everyone, dunk on every team center or like finish through contact, finish with a layup. And I think he still thinks he's that player, but he hasn't been that player for, I want to say, I want to say he wasn't even that player in his MVP season. I would Mm. say the season before that. Which is funnily enough his last season with KD. I think that's that's when you know that's when his prime ended.
0: But I I mean I think that is part of the problem is when KD left, he became he became the star of his show. And I think he's never wanted to give up that position, no matter how bad it is for his basketball and his team's basketball.
1: Yeah, I and, think that's a fair point. And then
0: going to play with Harden, um, wow! I mean now now that you see Westbrook on the Wiz. And how much he seems to just want to have it in his own hands, despite despite everything else. It's incredible that guy played alongside Harden. Like,
1: oh, yeah. Like, like, yeah. It's
0: like the most and the second most ball-hungry people yeah. in the league yeah. played a whole season of basketball together. Yeah, like. it
1: is. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah, that's actually quite mind-boggling. And Westbrook got picked for an All-NBA team yeah. in the yeah. process. <laughs> that's wild. Yeah.
0: Um, the other thing is: This the first game that he hasn't gotten close to, or actually gotten a triple double for you guys? Yeah, this is his first not triple double. That's a, that's a good sign <laughs> that, you, that you won the first game where he wasn't like hogging all the boards. Well, like... did you
1: see that? I think it was yesterday. It was, Janis, Jokic, and Westbrook had gotten the, the only three players that had gotten triple doubles, and they their combined record was one of seven. one and one seven wins mm. and losses, and after today it became two and seven because of. Jokic you know, stat padding against the Timberwolves, <laughs> um, but yeah, maybe it's that thing where um, triple, the triple double has been figured out. Let them get the triple double. Yeah, Who cares exactly. if they get the triple double?
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's in a lot of cases it's just evidence that they're not putting the ball into other people's hands when it should be there. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but let's talk about the Nets for a bit. Uh, pretty, uh, I, I mean, not great defensively, but it was just it was that. It was that end game. It was those last two shots, yeah. which just absolutely shocked me. Actually, I, I found a good Reddit post. I just want to you. <laughs> Finally, the Wizards' defensive strategy of leave good shooters wide open worked. <laughs> 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 That's the only good thing I've read on RNBA in like a year. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. It's... Oh. Yeah. Look, honestly, most of the comments on Facebook are fire, Scott Brooks, and I think I have to agree with him. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh. There's some random as matchups, and then you know we got some random lineups. Like, I don't mind Raúl NATO but mm. I don't like Raúl NATO and Westbrook out there at the same time. I don't like Westbrook out there most of the time, <laughs> which is which is kind of sad. Mm. But um, yeah, and actually, I was thinking today, boy oh boy, would we look good with Wall out there? <laughs> <laughs> like, he is looking healthier than ever. Maybe he wasn't lying oh. about his, his recovery from his last it's, injury.
0: It's so depressing that. I think I had in my mind that the Wizards had kind of come out okay from that trade, <laughs> from the early signs of like, oh, look at the, look at the effect Westbrook's having on the change. room. Yeah. Like, Wall, we don't know. He's an unknown entity. At least we know what Westbrook can do. But, yeah, I mean, Wall has just had two really incredible t- games where he's gelled well with everyone in his yeah. team. And it's like, well, man, what, what if he was on with players he'd been playing with for the last five years? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like,
1: it's heartbreaking.
0: Yeah. It really is. I'd, I Like, the starting five for the Wiz, I think... Is quite good though. Like I like that Rui, Denny, and Thomas um, are all getting the minutes that they're getting. Mm. Um, I don't, what do you th- What do you think of Denny so far? Like I can't, I can't. I haven't really been able to judge his game.
1: Well, I love him. He's so. He's so smart. He's so his game sense is unbelievable. He's in the right spot so often. His release has been fixed because I think that there was question marks around that him, him coming into the league. Used to have too much of like a clunky two-motion shot, and now it's a bit more smooth. Um, <clears throat> but just his court awareness and how he belongs out there, mm. and he's in—he's a really—he's a good playmaker. I think he's 6'9". nine. Um, but yeah, he's a really good playmaker for such a tall player, and just that, like to go Westbrook, who's like crazy, hundred and ten percent all the time scorer, sprinting down the up and down the court. Beale, who's an awesome scorer. Rui who's got this mid-, mid and low post game, which I actually really love actually. Um I didn't think he'd be that good at it this season and I'm not sure how much it helps us winning, mm. but he's good at it. Mm. Um and then Thomas Bryant's a really good roller and kind of he's kind of got an okay catch and shoot. Um and then you throw Denny who's just a, this make the right play sort of guy yeah. who's got to trust the, like a res- you got to respect his shot. And, you know, yeah, makes nice passes, makes the right play, makes the right cut. Just, yeah, good game sense. Mm.
0: Um, Yeah, on that topic, uh, I think, I don't know, actually, I haven't been a fan for long enough to quite get this, but I think there's this idea in people's heads that European players take, like, a while to adjust to the NBA. (laughs) Yeah. I think they adjust phenomenally well and better than, like, some American rookies. Like, um, you know, the Nuggets, which, I mean, we can get to them a bit later, but... um. Facundo Campazzo who had a, I think, pretty awful first four games of the season, has just suddenly, um, in their win against the Wolves, like, completely understood how the NBA works. And, like, the same thing. He's just always in the right spot. He's always making the right pass. Um, he shot five for seven from three. Yeah. Like, just absolutely absurd. Um, in that game, his plus-minus was 26. Um, uh, the only person high was Jokic with 27. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, so... Just like, obviously, yeah, I think that's kind of a fiction that people are like, oh, because you played college basketball in the US, you're going to know what the NBA is like. Yeah. Because it's not, they're completely different. Yeah. They're completely different things. And you see so many American rookies struggle for like the first 20, 25 games of the season trying to figure out how the game works. Yeah. But Europeans have such a good game sense. I guess because they've played in professional leagues for three, four years before they come into the NBA.
1: Yeah. And I'd say every other league in the world, apart from the NBA, it's so much more about playing as a team Mm. whereas in the nba it's you know there's a lot more iso stuff and and it is the it is where the greatest talents are Mm. so you probably want to rely on the talent more um but you still need role players like you still need what a nine player rotation and you need other players to like know what to do and know where to be and know what like the play to make Yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah and just make good decisions for the team like yeah 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 well cool alright well uh, there were a couple other basketball games on yesterday today
1: <laughs> uh, um, do you want to talk about the Suns and the Clippers Suns Clippers so uh halftime. whenever the Suns were on 24 I think the Clippers might have been on 47 at that point mm. and I said don't worry about it the Suns are coming back he
0: really did he really did <laughs> I can
1: show you the screenshots I even said it in the deep 2 chat um but I was like, don't worry about it. The Clippers have Paul George and like he'd started so hot but he was still Paul George throughout mm. that entire mm. thing and fuck man, the Clippers are not winners. No. Like they they are not, I think it was, obviously it wasn't Doc that was the issue. That should be like what the what the Mavericks did to the Clippers. Mm. Just put your foot on their throat in the third quarter and end the game there. Um, and then, and I want to like, give credit to the Suns as well. That, <clears throat> Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre and uh, trio is hectic, uh, but especially Paul and Booker. Well, Paul, we know who he is. He knows like he knows what to do with tempo of the game and stuff like that. But Booker has really made this step. He made it probably last season, and he's continued it this season. And Chris Paul would absolutely be helping this, but he doesn't need to take every shot, and he doesn't need to take the first play. He lets the play develop more now, and like. Where they'd be down in games prior, like he'd be like, oh shit, okay, we're going to just get shots up as fast as we can. It's like, okay, but like four seconds in the second quarter and third quarter isn't going to make that much of a difference to upgrade from a bad shot to a really good shot. Um, And yeah, just his ability to control tempo in scoring, in his own scoring, as well as playmake, is like way beyond a 24 or five-year-old.
0: Yeah, that's what stood out for me in their sort of comeback in that game is how sort of even tempoed it was like often Mm. teams are like you know 25 points down they're like all right every play has to be fast you know sometimes it works sometimes you hit every shot but if you take your time you're like you're gonna you're gonna hit those shots and i think it can be hard especially for a young team to um be like oh we're getting blown out like now we really just need to score 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 yeah they were just taking their time on every single possession it was really it was like I think them as a team, we've made such a good pick as as playoff. Oh as yeah, play, as playoff certainties. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, now, it, you know, we've we've sort of discussed this off air, but despite Paul George having an absolute <laughs> wonderful night, um, and I'm just looking at like the box score now, only guy in the starting lineup with a positive plus minus.
1: Oh well, wow.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, plus seventeen. Compare that to Quiers. Minus 11 Damn um, um, Yeah credit to him Absolutely phenomenal night But uh, Yeah like it, it was that moment Where him and D-Book were Exchanging words Over some imagined slight On Paul George's behalf When I was like um, I was just like Shut the fuck up <laughs> And then he didn't do anything For the rest of the game either Kawhi took all of the Clutch shots at the end To to like Put him to bed
1: <laughs> Campaign did nothing wrong <laughs> <laughs> no one in that situation did it. There was yeah, n- he made something out of nothing in oh the worst my possible way. God. And then yeah, they were all jawing at each other. But like, Paul George, don't let anyone into your in your. In, you are in this zone right now. Don't let anyone else into that. He let every single player on the court into that. And I think he made one shot after that. But he would have been like one of five or something. Yeah. And you know before that, <laughs> before that during the game, it was like. It, like, he's gonna, he's, if he takes it, he's going to make it. Mm. And then, yeah, there's before that and after that. And yep. after that was ugly and before that was pretty unreal.
0: Yeah, and, like, um, when that happened, I was like, oh, he's going to play shit for the rest of the game for the narrative. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, 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 sure. But then, yeah, he actually did. He actually was just a complete nobody. It's like, let your fucking numbers do the talking. Like, if, yeah. if a campaign hits you in the fucking head, then just put your head down and go get the next bucket. Yeah.
1: Like, campaign formerly known as the tank commander yeah. <laughs> just really? to point the point guard on any team that was tanking <laughs> um yeah if you're paul george if you're 200 million dollar paul george don't talk to that guy yeah, and you're
0: already on 30 plus like <laughs> you don't need to get involved in something like that yeah um you're a coward you're a loser <laughs> that has been the paul george
1: slander out. <laughs> <laughs> man imagine the paul george slander out of how they lost
0: yeah oh, oh it would have been so good because we it released two episodes. Have, we could have said it was his fault as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was actually, I, I think composure is probably the best word to use for the Suns throughout mm. that entire, you know, well it wasn't a comeback, but lead, squandering, I guess yeah, you could yeah, say. Yeah. Um, and at the end of that game, I found in games prior they've been really good at closing out games, and because they actually run sets, and you're comfortable with either CP3 or Booker making the play. Mm. But today it seemed like they weren't using enough players. Mm. They weren't getting the ball through enough hands. <clears throat> they were only going to Aiton when he had like this super deep seal on a mismatch. But they weren't doing their normal shit in like a two p- in a two point game where like yeah they'd have everyone involved in the play. Um, and I don't know, Money Williams. Maybe you should maybe you should do that next time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. Like. Uh... Yeah, a team that you can talk about composure uh, till the cows come home really lost their composure in the last, like, four minutes there. Like, yeah. none of their offensive plays looked good. Um, uh, they just looked like they were scrambling, which they hadn't done for the entire game when, they, yeah. when they'd been miles down. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was a bit of a head scratcher. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, it's what? It's the sixth game of the season oh, or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> like, um, so if that's, if that's our one gripe with the Suns, I'm sure it'll be fixed come, Definitely. come, come playoff time.
1: And, you know... As much as everyone rags on the Clippers, still one of the championship favorites. Oh,
0: absolutely! And their D was incredible in the last quarter. Then, like the Clippers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like actually
1: unbelievable. Uh, yeah, yeah, So on a string. And
0: you know when when you go, in, I feel like when you go into, when we go into that game, we're rooting for the Suns. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and so and yeah. so you're like, oh, damn, that offensive, you know, that offensive bit didn't come off, but. If you're a Clippers fan, you'd be like, damn, we really clamped them. Yeah. But like, we, I, I can't see past my sort of Clippers hatred sometimes. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, true, yeah. If
1: I were to put on, if I put on uh, partial sunglasses, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think I would see. Or, or just, you know, optics. Yeah. <laughs> didn't need to didn't, <laughs> didn't correct that. I'd be like, that's a mistake on my part.
0: Contact lenses.
1: (laughs) It's only a bit more believable than Sonny's.
0: I put on my LA Clippers. (laughs) (laughs) Driving sunglasses.
1: Um, If you give me my Joe Rogans, (laughs) then I reckon... Yeah, yeah. You you could say that the Clippers really defended well. Yeah. But then also, I do have this vision of this one play where... CP3 got the pick and roll from Booker or Aiton. And then Mikel Bridges cut into the key, which allowed Batum to come over. And... Sergi Barker to be one pass away from the shooter. Um so that one I think is on the Suns. Yeah, right. There you <laughs> go. That one like, I remember <laughs> super vividly.
0: Hey, but that's where you lose the game, man. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is game. <laughs> um cool, we done with the done with the Clipper Suns? I think so. I think so. Um well there was another massive game that uh we didn't really c- catch all of but <laughs>
1: <laughs> which one is
0: this one is this the one this
1: is the this is the Warriors Blazers <laughs> yeah the one we definitely should have watched I just didn't think I should have watched it yeah I had Harry over we watched we've watched this yeah Suns Clippers I've been I watched Nets Wizards and I was like okay I can play Cod I've yeah earned, I've earned a Cod break oh, dude yeah no
0: I watched like you know at least two quarters of three games of basketball today yeah like <clears throat> come on man is that not enough for you <laughs> actually like quick side note yesterday I just had like a complete home day and I finally found a site where you can like re-watch full NBA games oh shit I, I-, I literally watched six NBA games yesterday I think, oh, which, is, which, is a- which is a personal <laughs> Um. Uh, anyway so uh, <laughs> Steph Curry uh, finally had his breakout game of the season um, after a pretty lackluster start. Um, I think the thing that stood out for me from this is what you said in one of our preview episodes is that the Warriors only make the playoffs if Curry has an M- MVP season. Yeah. And I think that is
1: just so true. Yeah, and like, I think 62 points is probably MVP. Yeah, I think that's probably MVP, MVP, MVP range, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, as well as playing Cod, I did eat the Buduk 2 times spicy, which you can get from Woolworths. And... I ate that about four hours ago now and I'm no shit still hallucinating a little four bit four hours ago wow I Three. thought it was much oh, more oh no wait, no no it was about two <laughs> see I'm going crazy <laughs> um but yeah I've um yeah I'm still a bit I'm still a bit loopy off of that however my first <laughs> reaction to the game was watching Flight Reacts react to Steph Curry dropping <laughs> 62 points not his finest work but still <laughs> look at Curry man <laughs> look at Curry
0: man <laughs> so inspirational <laughs>
1: <laughs> um,
0: uh yeah i uh, i guess the the other thing is uh i like i think draymond green is really crucial to that Warriors side as well, yeah, yeah, he dropped one, <laughs> but, um, but like from the you know bits that I've seen he's like. Apart from Curry He's the only guy On that team Who can really facilitate Who can really mm. Pass the ball And get, get a play running Yeah um, And you know Obviously his effect On D as well Not that they Really needed to do Much D today Yeah But um uh, Yeah I think You need Draymond At you know Full strength or Whatever that is And you need Curry Putting up MVP numbers For them yeah. to beat Any of the good teams In the West and, Oh yeah And let's face it Like the Blazers Were really impressed In the first few games Of the season Like they've mm. Put themselves up up, up my um, completely unofficial imaginary power rankings, a little bit, <laughs> for
1: sure. Um, I think that also if you would ask the Warriors players, they'd probably think like, oh, I'm trying to think if I have an idea, like if, if I have a thing for this, like if I have my own anecdote for this, but I can't really think of it. But I think if you would ask the Warriors players, I think that they would all say that Draymond's the second best player on that team. Yeah, because like when he's out there, like when if if neither Steph or Draymond was out there, it'd be it would be... Shambles. It would, yeah, it would be an absolute <laughs> shit show. Like, who would be directing who? Who would be doing what? Who would be pulling your head in? Who would tell you where to go if you're in the wrong spot? I think that, like, Draymond gives them such this... Co- like, it's like they're slouching and then Draymond comes on and they, they stand up straight and, like, Wiseman's like, I could get the dunk on this play. Or, like, Uber's like, yeah, I could make the cut mm, and get the dunk on this play. Mm. Um, definitely I won't hit a jump shot, though. Um, <laughs> hey, we- he hit one today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he hit a three today. Yeah,
1: and I think that, yeah, he, he just adds this, like, structure and... Mm. Yeah, composure, like Chris Paul does. But, like, yeah, composure to a team.
0: Yeah, and I think that is what we saw in those first few games. Not that Curry isn't, like, you know, a leader. He's probably not the, you know, he's probably not amongst the the pantheon of greatest leaders in basketball history. But they did sort of, like you said, they looked like they put their heads down and they, like, didn't really know what was going on when they were losing. You can't imagine that happening when Draymond's... I guess when Draymond's... Because Draymond can be a bit lackluster and lost himself on very rare occasion. But if he's in the mood he's gonna he's gonna be absolutely running everyone on the floor. Yeah. And um there was a great moment where him and Dame were just exchanging, you know, barbs uh <laughs> for like two minutes as Draymond got into like his tracksuit and sat down on the bench and still yelling at each other across the court. It's like nobody else on the Warriors is doing that. Yeah. And you need one of those guys.
1: And I think that um you know, everyone probably thinks that Steph's a great teammate and he's, like, a a mm. good locker room guy or whatever. He's like, yeah, he brings people together. But that doesn't seem like it's the type of guy that would be, like, like smack you over the head and be like, what the fuck are you doing, fuckhead? Mm. Mm. What the fuck were you doing on that last play? Which I think is what Draymond does. Yeah, 100%. Um,
0: which, actually, that just reminds me of something from the Nets-Wiz game. Uh, this made me think there might be a bit of trouble in paradise in Brooklyn. <laughs> like, Kyrie and KD absolutely, like, Really not happy with their teammates, yeah. In a sort of Mario Chalmers, in a sort of <laughs> Mario Chalmers way. Um, I think KD to um, to Harris and um, maybe Kyrie to Levert, like, um, and yeah, Levert lost it on that um, technical foul call as well. Uh, yeah, like, I, I thought it was all happy campers in Brooklyn, and you can already, I think, it's starting to see the seeds of discontent grow because they're both. Well, I think Kyrie and KD can be real. Would be real fucking hard asses if their team's not winning like
1: oh yeah but i don't I think it'd be more, in more of a toxic way yeah than like a oh no a motivating yeah. this way. is
0: what i mean this is like in comparison to draymond yeah, green yeah, yeah. Know, draymond green's never gonna bitch you out and then like not talk to you after the game like, he's going to, you know, he's going to come yeah. give you a big, I don't know, a hug and a kiss, like, yeah, yes, yeah. something something
1: like and that. And you look up at the Jumbotron, and you're <laughs> like, oh, katie has got 32, I've only got 14. Yeah. You look at the Jumbotron, it's like, Jumbo is O of 10. <laughs> I he's mean, got I've got, got six points, yeah, but still, yeah. that's infinitely more than O. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, it won't be like, it won't be like bickering after the game. It'll be like, dude, I want the best out of you. Yeah. Um, yeah,
0: exactly, because, because he's not the production productive best player on the team he can tell you to be better and yeah you, yeah and you're not like i don't know you don't sort of it doesn't build this resentment between players or, yeah. Or, yeah
1: also fuck off don't yell at joe harris he's yeah. definitely doing his oh, job dude, yeah stand out there and shoot that's that's his job and he's fulfilling that job <laughs> <laughs> hey <laughs>
0: um cool well that's today's games um uh, dealt with now. I had a couple of things I wanted to talk about, um, namely two teams that I think we both had sort of as absolute playoff locks in their respective conferences. Who've been a little bit disappointing in the first few games of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, first, Denver Nuggets. Um, again, it is early days. They're two and four. Uh, they, you know, they beat the Rockets. They beat the Wolves today. Um, they lost uh, twice to the Kings, which doesn't. That feels bad. <laughs> yeah. um, and to the Clippers and the Suns, again, really good opposition. But I think it's just been the way they've lost. Um, I think their like, D has just looked really, really, really lost.
1: Mm.
0: Um, and I think a lot of it comes down to losing Jeremy Grant and not really getting a replacement for him. I think I think everyone sort of predicted that as well. I think yeah. everyone was like, well, if Grant's going and no one's coming in, Who's sort of going to be picking up the slack on the other end while you know Jokic and Murray are going crazy? Yeah, um, their offense looks like it just looks like a little bit flat. Like they, yeah. There's not not as many contributors, not as many mm. um, ideas going around. It really is just hope Jamal does something or Jokic yeah. spinning his um, you know his Slavic magic <laughs> um, and. I think this is the thing Serbian isn't he? yeah well that they're Slavs (laughs) (laughs) and I think like Jokic can carry them to a playoff spot like pretty much by himself I think his game is that good
1: definitely game
0: um, but yeah they're not looking like the team that's going to make the conference finals and I had them really locked in for like a high finish and a good playoff run
1: yeah definitely a playoff series win Mm. Uh, today they got their you know scoring outbursts from Murray and Mm -hmm. their uh, humble points triple-double yeah. from Jokic, <laughs> which that's what you should expect from that team. Uh, and they beat the Timberwolves, but this is not a good-looking Timberwolves team. No. Like, this is a Timberwolves team that got blown out by the Wizards.
0: They had to beat this Timberwolves team. Like, yeah, yeah. If they was... lost to the... I I had a whole thing prepared if they lost to a Catless Timberwolves team, <laughs> it would be real fucking sirens blaring in Denver.
1: Yeah, I actually had. I wrote this yesterday. Nuggets are one of four. Will be two of two or four or one of five at time of recording. <laughs> um, and but I almost think as though feel as though they've kind of flown under the radar with how poorly they've played. Yeah, definitely. Just because I think that they proved so much last playoffs mm. that we can cut them some slack.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: And they haven't started well, and I almost think maybe they want the pressure. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, personally. <laughs> but, like, they came back from 3-1 down twice. Yeah. And then they really... Well, they lost 4-1 to the Lakers. But, like, they, they, were just, they didn't just lose. Like, they were fucking balling mm. out there.
0: Do you think that's part of the... That's part of the game plan is, like, in, invite losses. So that we have to recover <laughs> from them like later in the season. Like. I don't know. I don't think, I
1: don't, I don't think so. Okay. I think... Well, my actually, my whole theory of... <laughs> my whole theory of sports is, like...
0: <laughs> Wait. Everyone, stop. (laughs) Here's Lucas' whole theory of sports.
1: It's like when people are like, oh, they're tanking, oh, they're doing shit, oh, they're doing this. It's like, they're there. Mm. They're not going to be anywhere else. They may as well try as hard as they can. Yeah, yeah. And like, surely that's every sport, every player across every sport isn't like, oh, wait, the franchise is in a tanking phase. They're like, no, I fucking worked my ass off to be in the NBA. I'm not injured, I'm healthy, I'm getting minutes. I'm going to try and make this three. Like, I'm going to try and make the best player I could possibly play for my... Make for my team, uh, so no, I don't think that they're <laughs> setting themselves up for a comeback.
0: And that's a great point because, like, you look at the Thunder. <laughs> you look at the Thunder, and yeah, I get it. Like, I think you can tank, quote unquote, from an organisational sense. Where you're like, all right, we're not going to make big signings. We're going to hoard draft picks. We're going to give young players. Chance, but some of those dudes on the thunder are bawling. Like, remember, yeah. we were watching that Roby guy who we, we'd never heard oh, of isaiah absolutely nuts for like seven minutes and then I don't know, ascend to heaven or something. <laughs> like.
1: um, yeah, wow, I just realized how much has happened since our last yeah, episode, yeah, yeah, wow, <laughs> um, yeah, Isaiah Roby. Looks like genuinely, all joking aside, a 2K preset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a 2K head preset. I feel like I've actually seen it.
0: It is like, yeah, like the Thunder didn't have enough um, (laughs) players to fill their roster. So they just like auto-filled it with an (laughs) auto-generated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, no, yeah. Well, yeah, back to the Nuggets. Um, Like I said earlier, I think that Kampazzo guy could actually prove to be quite a good outlet you know, just something different to do with the offense. Yeah. Like if he if he can hit, I mean, he's not going to hit five threes every game, but if he can hit three or
1: four, <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> this guy's seventy four kilos. Yeah.
0: Oh, dude, he's a <laughs> tiny Argentinian dude. Oh, this is what I want to say. Like, uh, already, like our first surprise rookie of the year. Um, sleeper <laughs> like, Ken Pazzo. Yeah Cause he's 29 But it's his first season In the <laughs> NBA Shit so, like He could genuinely Make an all rookie team Oh my Oh man. Like, Oh actually And like the way he's I mean this is one game But if he plays like that All season He'll be He'll be up there Like as one of the best rookies Which is yeah This fucking 74 kilo Argentine like, Jesus Three point shooter um, But yeah Like Real And if he's a good defender As well If he can which you know, it looks like he's pretty good. I think he just weirdly fills the holes that I like had for the Nuggets before today. Like I was like, all right, their offense is looking flat, and they need um, they need better D. And then this guy comes along, shooting <laughs> five for seven. <laughs> Give
1: me the Melrose five eleven Argentinian guy. Who would have thunk it?
0: <laughs> Who would have thunk it? Um, yeah. So they've got games. They got another game against the Wolves, and then. They're playing the Mavs, uh, who are not completely in rhythm themselves. Yeah. So I think I think beating the Wolves again is a must. And I think sh- mm. showing up against the Mavs is a must, yeah. must as well to put their season back on course.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think the Mavs are underachieving so far as well. Mm. But I love their lineup. They're yeah. rim running big, three 3-and-D 3 wings, and then the entire offense. <laughs> yeah. Just those five players, put them on the court. I love that. I love no, that. It's that's like this, great. That's where the league that's is. That's the
0: modern NBA. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: where the league is. So let's do exactly <laughs> yeah. that. And yeah. then when our actual, when our, when our for real starting center comes on, we yeah. got pretty borderline four, four and three, four, three and D players yeah. on the court. Just one of them has a post game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. Fuck. When you put it like that, I love Dallas. Yeah. Um, uh, anything else to say about the Nuggets?
1: Um, just like not as, not as, not as uh, like, holy shit, this team stinks as much as I am with the Raptors. Mm. Which is who we're about to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, I, I was like, I, I put them in my playoff locks because I was like, they they win, like they've been winners and I just think that, you know, teams that learn how to win and, or more importantly, teams don't learn how to win mm. and they didn't fall into that second category. So I was like, all right, well, they will win against the losers and they're losing yeah. All of them <laughs> They're losing all of the games Damn bars
0: <laughs> um, Yeah I, It just felt It felt so obvious To have them as a lock yeah, um, yeah For the playoffs Just based on like Having this like Young Developing Team That's also so experienced Like most of those guys Have a ring Um yeah. And then also Started a whole season Where they were Where they finished Last year Two, three I so.
1: think they were tooth
0: Yeah They were tooth Yeah um, but so this is, this is my theory is I think lots of those guys on the Raptors went from underrated to underperforming. Like, nice. so I think guys like OG, Powell, even Van Vliet, um, who I'll get to, he's good. Um, but they went from being like, Oh, the Raptors have this, like this guy who's, you know, like he's kind of come from nowhere. He's been in the, he's been in the G league, blah, 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 blah. And he's absolutely at NBA caliber, like overnight. And people very, you know, teams don't know what to expect. Um, Etc. Et sort of that, that the beautiful story of like a, a player that wasn't, um, you know, rated out of college or whatever. And then is just absolutely balling in the NBA. Um, and now they're kind of just not that, like they're really, now people know that they're good players and they're just not meeting those expectations. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, they've, they had some stinkers. Um, <laughs> those two, um, I mean, obviously not the biggest stinker on that team. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like against the most recent game against the Pels where they kind of looked all right, uh, Van Vliet was literally carrying the entire offense. Like it was was crazy. Um, And you don't want a guy, like I like Van Vliet, but you don't want that guy carrying you. (laughs) Yeah. Like carrying you through games. Um, Yeah. This fucking like midget who (laughs) like nobody had heard of 14 months ago. (laughs) Like, um, yeah. So... I think that's really concerning.
1: Yeah, Fat Freddy and Big booty Larry can't be the two best players in your team. No. Like it has to be Siakam or you get that that best player as we've been saying. Yeah. Um yeah, it's just a, it just feels like a team of role players. Mm. And some of them are really good role players. Like Larry's has been one of the best players in the NBA for like probably 8 seasons now. He's definitely been a top 10 point guard in that time mm. in a le- in a league stacked full of point guard talent. And then Fan coming out like you know, getting buckets and shit, but like, yeah, these all seem like supplementary pieces. Yeah. And there's no, there's no cent, there's no centerpiece.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, the thing I've been noticing about Lowry is I feel like he's losing his leadership a bit. Um, he, you know, he, I think he kicked the chair over in the first game against the <laughs> Pels. He got awful flagrant on Bledsoe, um, where you know he fell over so. You know, because Bledsoe crossed him over, and then he just stuck his arm out and tripped him. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "That's
1: not Larry. Larry's
0: like, yeah, yeah. Larry's a cute, sweet kid." You oh, so like, you're at something up. Well, I don't know because this is the other thing is um, with Siakam, who has just been playing like absolute dog shit. <laughs> he fouled out twice and had to sit out a game because. Disciplinary issues Yeah Like that is not good that Yeah That is not Not
1: not good Damn maybe there's some Locker room squabbles yeah. Happening in Toronto Well I was
0: reading this And apparently like nurses been putting it all to bed Like oh no It's just completely You know how the, You know It's team rules Like if you do this you, yeah. This happens But yeah Like Lowry, Really In all the games I've watched Hasn't looked like That guy who can sort of Motivate people Yeah And lead from yeah. the front Like he usually is And yeah Like losing your cool When you're What how old is he? 32? Um, 34. 34. You should not be losing your cool in an NBA game after being so clear-headed for yeah. 14 years.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing that I was going to bring up before about KD and the Nets. Mm. It's like, dude, you're 32. Yeah. <laughs> you got two rings, two finals MVPs. Mm. Fucking your fault if you don't win against the Wizards. <laughs> like that's it's so not true. it's not joe harris <laughs> that's so and, true and maybe it may or maybe it is joe harris mm. but motivate him like mm. there is so much more he could learn from you than you could learn from him yeah. so teach him make this a teaching moment not a fucking beef moment
0: fuck man if you hadn't seen the other brooklyn games this season and you saw KD bitch out joe harris <laughs> and then miss the game winner, <laughs> yeah you'd be like KD stinks
1: <laughs> <laughs> um Quietly, Chris Boucher putting up some okay numbers.
0: Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say. Great guy. (laughs)
1: 13.5 and and 6, so I think he's up 2 rebounds and 7 points. Mm. And hopefully he gets... Hopefully this team... Hopefully this... Well... Okay, I'll say it. Hopefully this is the beginning of their implosion. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And they rebuild around Chris Boucher. Because so far, it looks like Christian Christian Wood's MIP, but if they rebuild around Chris Boucher, I could have 1 and (laughs) 2.
0: Um. Yeah. No. He's been great. I think that really goes to show with the Raptors. I feel like they've just been trying the same shit they were doing last season. Just you know, with uh, with a less. I'm gonna say a less good center on yeah. on on the hardwood. Um, when they he like, Nick Nurse really needs to be trying different shit out, which he doesn't seem open to. Like yeah. but he, Also, Boucher hit nine for nine from the free throw, which I just didn't think was. One of his talents but, Yeah he's a great Free throw shooter Which is amazing For a player like him Like My guy
1: Yeah What's his free throw For the season um, So 75% Wait is it Oh yeah 75%
0: Best plus minus In that game as well Whatever that means <laughs> um, Yeah Nah I kind of hope The Raptors implode Because I feel like They were I feel like they are Really They are a really Safe team for root for Yeah And you kind of The East looks so much More interesting If the Raptors aren't a playoff lock
1: Yeah like, um, but this team So they lost to Barker And Gasol <clears throat> And then Boucher is getting more minutes Baines is getting uh, And they signed Baines So What they get Second round last year? Yeah Surely those two pieces Aren't the difference Between bottom of the East And second round loss Nah
0: That's what that's what I mean I think it must be More deep-seated Like something going on with Lowry Siakam just His confidence shot Yeah Um they made, that's it. Like, then you've yeah. kind of lost, like, four players. Not, I mean, you haven't lost them. But, yeah, like...
1: True, that's four starters from last year. Three starters from last yeah, year. Yeah,
0: and not, and not yeah. having Lowry at his best is, like, a huge loss, True. I think. Because he's a guy who's always played at his best, whatever the top is. Yeah, you yeah. Know, even if his ceiling's not very high, he's always there. You're you know?
1: right. That's such, a good, that's such a good Lowry take. Mm, mm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs>
0: um, and, yeah, their next two games... Playing Boston and then the Suns. That might be one and seven. Yeah. And one and one and seven no, one and six. One and six, yeah. Yeah. One and six is yeah, that's As a that's sudo. Like <laughs> that's not, you know Yeah, it's not one and four and then you recover to three and four. Like yeah. that's wow, you've lost seven you've lost a tenth of the games of the season already. But
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 Should we go to number four first? <clears throat> number four. Uh Hawks being a good playoff pick. Yeah, like? for sure. So, I don't mind this. I'm still a bit, It's still quite early, mm. but they do have winners on the team. Look, I'm going to say it right now. I'm not being a prisoner of the moment. Trey Young is the worst foul hunter I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. At least Harden <laughs> gets fucking belted mm. when he gets fouled. Mm. At least he taken into the key, and he had that one that he used to do where he just put his arms in front of him and then just get as many players to swipe down as he could. He was getting hacked. Um... And like, uh, so some of those step backs, you know, he'd kick his legs out, pretty infuriating. But then some of those step backs, he'd get absolutely cleaned up. Mm. Trey Young is fucking, Trey Young's a cunt. Like, (laughs) he'll flop, he'll, he'll like, run into someone, stop. Or like, when he's getting, when he's defending someone, flop his head back and shit like that. It's like, bro, fucking play. Like, Mm. I love every single player on that team, except for you. And mm. I really want to watch that team play. But you're the nucleus of the team. So make the team so much funner to mm. watch. Stop being yourself. Mm.
0: What was, I think, one of the commentators in one of the Hawks games when he did one of those like stop, stop foul mm. draws. He's like, oh yeah, he's trying out his new um, foul hunting. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like he's developing mm. moves to hunt for fouls. It's that so shit, like, dude. Yeah.
1: It's so shit. It's, mm. so, it's so unwatchable. Mm. And like, yeah, Dame averages... 6.2 fouls drawn per game Shout out to Angus Price um, But like yeah At least Dame's fucking Well I guess Trey Young's shooting from the logo But at least At least Dame's like dunking on cunts And like at yeah. least At least Dame's fucking got This whole offensive game And is You know The second best point guard In the league that has Steph Curry Yeah
0: and like you said The way that Some players hunt for fouls Is put their body on the line And take yeah. it And yeah Trey doesn't do that Like he wants to not get hurt Yeah And get fouled
1: Yeah it's like, such a slime yeah. like Slime ball Yeah
0: <laughs> Um, so
1: ugly. Fuck you, Trey. <laughs> ugly cunt.
0: Uh, I'm liking the rest of that Hawks team, though. Oh yeah. Um. Uh. You know, they've only their only losses this season have come to the mighty mighty Cleveland Cavaliers, <laughs> and to the Nets, and then turned around in the repeat and beat them like quite yeah. convincingly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That um. That that loss was crazy. The 141 to 145 yeah, yeah. that's uh, that is insane ridiculous but it makes sense when you look yeah when you yeah. look at those teams all offense all the time yeah. um
0: but yeah and and then that Cavs game was so weird they both got it was like 96 to 91 Yes, yeah. it's like the opposite and the Hawks D was kind of it was kind of all right as well like yeah. um yeah uh but I have to say, when Trey isn't feeling himself and when he's not getting foul calls, their offense still looks a bit like they don't know what they're doing. Like, oh yeah, 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 It yeah. s- looks very unsteady and unconvincing.
1: Which is crazy because they have so many good players. Yeah, uh, and so many good offensive players as well. Dude, this like, this team is so good. Yeah. this team. Look, I'm looking at their roster right now, and they're going to be so good for and, so long. And
0: look who has not really played Gallinari, yeah. Rondo, Dunn, Snell. Like, there's <laughs> yeah. this there's this arsenal of play of like. Different lineups they can put on the floor yeah. that, that haven't we haven't even had a look at.
1: Yeah, it's it's wild.
0: I think um, it's a big worry for the East if this team makes the playoffs in a long term sense because so like out of their starting five, Capella has like way too much playoff experience, <laughs> like sixty one games or something. Oh <laughs> yeah. um, but none of the other four have had played a playoff game. And I think yeah. getting to the playoffs. Will accelerate their development so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, like, definitely. Like th- those, um, you know, young reddish um, Hunter Collins. Like, uh, yeah, it'll it'll be a worry for years to come if those if those force sort of keep developing as they are and
1: stay together. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. Uh, I think that that's also like let's think about that from the other side when we're talking about the nuggets and being worried about them. Mm. Like I think this. Oh, how do I word this? I feel like this happens weekly. I have a point and I just don't know how to word it. let's talk through it. From from this perspective, we're like, okay, if the imagine if they made the playoffs and like played some playoff games, like, all right, well, we've seen that in the Nuggets. Yeah, we've like seen this young team play some playoff games, win some playoff series. So let's pump the brakes on that. Yeah, true. Uh, so I guess it's just like the next, it's the next tier of being a basketball team, mm-hmm. like to take mm-hmm. yourself from the from the young team to the young and co- like up and coming team.
0: Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's good. That's a good call.
1: Yeah, but I still don't know what my point was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's not about the destination; <laughs> it's about the journey. Um, so they are playing the New York Knicks tomorrow, or as you're listening to this podcast. Uh, how
1: about them Knicks? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So a weird one to wrap your head around. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, why in God's name are they three and three? It's and with like the weirdest wins, like
0: <laughs> the Bucks and the Pacers, yeah, like the Pacers who had this phenomenal start, yeah, the Milwaukee Bucks, <laughs> and again, the esteemed Cleveland Cavaliers. I think the two games that the Cavs lost, the what Hawks and Hawks and Dings, yeah. like, what the Hicks, yeah, a fuck's year going ago, on we there? think whatever,
1: but you know, those are three of the best teams <laughs> yeah. in the Eastern Conference. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's another thing about the Cavs. So they won ninety-one, ninety-six against the Hawks, and mm. I think that's the way to crack the Hawks mm. is just to play a slow pace. Yeah, because they love just running and gunning and like playing a high pace and getting as many shots as, as possible. Because that's their them, tempo. Don't
0: let them get momentum. Yeah, like,
1: don't let them play their game as well. Don't let them play up tempo. Um, make yeah. them play half court. Yeah, make them play in the half court. Yeah, and you know, blitz Trey Young and shit.
0: And they really did that. Like Sexton and Garland would keep like penetrating and then like running out along the baseline to slow it down into the half court rather Mm. than rather than going for like the fast break. Yeah. Like, um, shot attempt. Yeah. And you're right. It just completely slowed them down. Took the, took the venom out of them. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back to the Knicks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, what I've noticed is although RJ Barrett and Julius Randall might, be having good basketball games sometimes they both have rocks in their heads still (laughs) (laughs) i think they're both still very (laughs) they just make some absolutely idiotic plays like the number of attempted passes randall does that is just chucking it into like an opposition (laughs) defender it's like what were you trying to do there like yeah like trying to get it into um mitchell robinson like um you know um in the low post through three defenders and it's like that pass is never gonna come off (laughs) that's not a good pass and then like you know rj gets out of his shooting funk and then i think it was the last shot of maybe the second quarter maybe the first and you know he was kind of open for three um with like two seconds left defender like comes across so he like one dribble steps into the three-point line and then airballs it. <laughs> just like, what was that shot? <laughs> like, yeah. just shoot the three the first time. Yeah. If you were going to airball the the midi,
1: like, one second later. Maybe they're just feeling themselves. Maybe was <laughs> <laughs> just saying just play with some flow. Play with some flair well, out maybe there. Maybe that's the secret. Maybe that's the secret. Maybe that's too oh, secret. Like, so just, you reckon they're all like Just do gillies. fucking whatever, man. <laughs> like, yeah, you're not supposed to put a, a lid on them. You're supposed to just unleash them and let mm, them go crazy.
0: I mean, that's a good way to, like, I feel like Randall plays best when he's not like when he's not playing by the rules when, <laughs> yeah. when he's when he's running the offense when yeah. he when, when he's, he's not like bound. getting the steal and running the fast break yeah. like um, but, but yeah um uh, what else can we say about him uh, <laughs> Rand- well okay randall randall having crazy start to the season 21 10 7 uh, on about the same usage as well like his field goal attempts and 3 point attempts are like identical to last season. Oh damn! It's like and
1: he was nineteen and six last season or something. Yeah. Nineteen and eight. Yeah. yeah. So
0: he's just gotten more uh, more efficient and is getting like five more assists a game as well. Um, then Austin Rivers, I really liked in that last game as well. Um, Do
1: you see that clip of them just not passing in the ball? Yeah. So funny. That almost seems purposeful. <laughs> you like think it so? almost seems like it was on purpose. Like he was so wide open. Yeah. Yeah. And for none of the players on the court to recognise that, nor the coach to just call a timeout and say, Hey, four of you are coming off right now. (laughs) Like it honestly seems purposeful. Because imagine being that like that's your job. You gotta be aware of the open guy in the corner. But also the defence is also not aware of it. That's interesting. Everyone just yeah,
0: like he had (laughs) had Yeah the cheese touch. Like what yeah, yeah the cheese touch. Why, why do you think that is? Like, he seems like a nice guy. He talked big. He was like, oh, I had offers from other teams, man. But, but <laughs> I want to be, like, yeah, be in New York. I want to be in New York.
1: Damn. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to go into an Austin Rivers thing <laughs> time.
0: <laughs> well, anyway, I think he's a good... He's like a good f- fundamental piece in a yeah. pretty fucking crazy Knicks team. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, he can he hit a clutch shot, which he did. <laughs> he can... He sort of understands what's going on
1: in the game, which most Knicks players don't. It's like it's like they're like I don't know, some feel-good movie where it's like, this ragtag <laughs> yeah. group of basketball players is, is just so crazy, it just might work. <laughs> Welcome to the 2020 yeah. New York Knicks.
0: Angry Dad, Tibbs, and like, Austin Rivers, he's like, he's like the only normal guy at the high school. Like, everyone else is some like crazy caricature and he's yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, why does this always happen to me? <laughs>
1: I transferred from another school. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah. All right, cool. That's enough. Next talk. What do we got next? I just have a uh, one little thing about. I got one sentence. I prefer Brown to Tatum so far this season. Mm. I think that Brown has always been a better defender, mm. and this season Brown is averaging twenty-seven, whereas Tatum's averaging twenty-four, and way more efficient as well. And. I, I, Yeah, I, did, I wanted to word it carefully. I didn't want to be a hot... Like, have come out with a hot take of, like... Brown's better than Tatum. Book yeah, it now. Yeah. But so far this season, he's been... He's been their best player. And I don't think you can mm. argue against that. They still go to Tatum down the stretch to, like... Uh, as the playmaker. Um, play and shot maker. And today, he did make a play for himself and Brown. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think just so far this season... And it's not like Tatum's having a bad season. Brown's just playing out of his skin. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I think the thing with Tatum is if he wasn't with Boston, he'd be like, he's always going to be the superstar player who's playing best in other situations. But this Boston team's funny, where I think the way they work is, yeah, I don't know. Like different people can shine, mm. and obviously Brown is sh- shining at the moment. I th- Tatum, I don't know. I think I feel like his game's more complete. On the offense.
1: Yeah, 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 um, yeah.
0: And that would be more obvious if he was on another team where he had to do more, but he doesn't. Yeah. Like, everyone, most players on that team can kind of do something offensively. Mm, like, true. they have pretty, they all have pretty multifaceted games, I think. Um, but
1: I, I like that. Yeah, I mean, if Brown's playing better, he's playing better. Like Maybe that's how it's going to work as well. Like, Tatum gets 25... 25- Season long, and then these players come through with 10 game stretches where they're dropping 30, and like they come or like yeah. smart comes in with a game, uh, yeah, a t- six game stretch where he averages 20. And yeah, maybe they just all work around Tatum, and Tatum's just the constant 25, yeah, exactly. and they all bounce off of that. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that fucking wh- white supremacist they drafted. Oh, what <laughs> Peyton Pritchard? Have you seen that no. guy? Oh, so we <laughs> got this little fucking like I don't know, five six shooter. And he's fucking unbelievable at basketball. Yeah, right. And also looks like um, Boston fans would love him. Yeah. <laughs> Is it Peyton Pritchard? Pey- yeah, Peyton Pritchard. Yeah, wow. Oh, he's 6'2. Wow. Bullshit. Shortest 6'2 I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah,
0: God, he he legitimately looks like an American History X character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. And he and played for the Oregon Ducks, which I feel like are a racist team. They're in Portland. Yeah. Isn't Portland progressive? Yeah, but I just feel like, that, you know, if you're the Ducks... <laughs> that's the, that's the, racist, <laughs> the racist pocket of Portland. You heard it here first. There's your hot take for the... <laughs> the Utah the pocket of Portland. <laughs> yeah, the Utah quarter. <laughs> <laughs> um, geez, we're city at 55 minutes. Did you want to talk about John Wall a little bit more?
1: Well, look, man, kind of. Like, oh, I do want to talk about John Wall, but like... Man, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> like, just he would be so good on this team. Yeah, he looks so good. He looks so fucking good. Like, C-
0: can I say something? Yeah, go on. I think he looks happy.
1: Oh, he I'm does. sorry. I don't know. I
0: don't want to break your heart like this, but I think. No, he, but he does. I think he wasn't happy in Washington, and he looks really happy in Houston. Like, oh
1: my um, god,
0: that second game against the Kings where he, that like hustle um, late in the game and then it came off the opposition and he just went he just started like beating his chest over a defensive play I'm like oh that's someone who's really happy to be there that's someone who loves playing basketball (laughs) oh no Lucas's eyes are legitimately tearing up right
1: now (laughs) it's from the spicy noodles, I swear um yeah well fucking yeah
0: yeah, let's not dwell on it but
1: he does look really happy he looks happy he's
0: connecting with everyone there really well and that team just is
1: playing so well together they're Do you reckon maybe Harden should stay? Do you reckon that's his best case scenario? I think so. I don't what, know like, where he goes. What team does he go where they don't uh, gut out the chassis? <laughs> 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 Gotta stop saying that word. <laughs> but like, where, what team does he go to where they don't gut out their success? Yeah. For just him. Exactly. Like, the Nets. I see that as the only team as being the only team that works. Like if they would have him, Kyrie, and KD.
0: But I don't think the Nets. Now that the Nets have lost Dimwini, um, you know, oh, no, hunt- Dinwiddie's injured. Well, one, he's kind of off the trading block. But two, I don't think they want to, like, fuck with their depth. Like, I, because their depth True. already looks like it's not enough.
1: It got, like, 28 minutes thinner when yeah. Dinwiddie went down. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, and, like, uh, every, every, you know, Steve Nash was saying that. He's like, Dinwiddie puts in so much that we're now missing. Yeah. Um, and, I yeah, so I think training for hard and gutting it even more is really... It's too much. It would be, be way too much. Yeah, it'd be way too much.
1: Yeah, so I reckon yeah, the most success he'd have is there in Houston. Yeah, because like Christian Woods putting up, I think he hasn't scored less than twenty points in any of the games. Yeah, Wall is an MVP. Yeah. Um, yeah, what? Boogie's looking good, and then yeah. they just have all these supplementary three uh, and D guys, and oh, even Harden just looks even Gordon looks
0: really yeah. good. like without Harden there, he just he was just like cool. Yeah, cool. I'm happy to be the two. Like, yeah, I'm, ha- I'm. I'll put up. I'll put up 20 and that'll that'll be that. Like, yeah. Um yeah, I mean if 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 Harden is genuinely happy with those players, then yeah, just run it back. Like Yeah.
1: But I feel like it's too far gone for that. But yeah, I, I think that this is this is the most competitive situation he could be in. Definitely.
0: Definitely. I don't yeah, the Philly trades are gonna have. I mean, I don't think the Warriors Do do you think that was a possibility for a while? Do you think they were so they were so unhappy with how their season is going they would have traded for James Harden. Oh,
1: I don't know. That's a it's such a crazy idea. And like yeah, but what- it just might work. <laughs> <laughs> actually actually. Yeah. Um but like what's the trade?
0: Yeah everyone.
1: <laughs> well, Wiggins, Wiseman. I th- I reckon you keep Wiseman. Yeah, I feel no, like you, com- they,
0: you don't want to get you don't want to get rid of Wiseman.
1: You're not I, competing without Clay as well. so yeah. like may as well retain Wiseman. Exactly. Um. Yeah, and, and then it's like, you know what Wiggins for Harden straight swap. <laughs> 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 you could give him Jordan Poole That's nothing. Yeah. You can give him Eric Pascal. It's like okay, that's okay, but that's still kind of nothing. Yeah. Yeah. The, the young players on that team, I'm not like losing any sleep over. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Um, no, I think, I think Harden stays in Houston I, I just, And I just don't know what the offer is That takes him away from there yeah, At the yeah. end of the day
1: That either team likes
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah and, that, but Sorry,
1: that both teams like Yeah,
0: and if him, him and Wal can get along Like, that's shit, man It's a miracle I mean, it, He's going to have ruined his career by the end of the season <laughs>
1: <laughs> But the 1st six games have been nice yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, exactly It was fun while it lasted um, All righty you want to move along to your game?
1: Yeah. <laughs> My game. <laughs> Stupid game. I got to get a win. Um, <laughs> I, re- I readjusted everything. So, at point guard, Chucky Atkins. No. At shooting guard, Charlie Bell. Charlie Bell. Yeah. No. At small forward, Terrence Williams. Terrence Williams. No, I couldn't, in good faith, say yes, so no. <laughs> um, At power forward, Donnell Marshall. Donnell Marshall. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> uh, and at center, Francisco Elson. No. So... That's a W. That's an L in the W, column. Yeah. Um, so, a couple of stories. Chucky Atkins, funny name. Charlie Bell was one of Michael Red's teammates. Mm. And uh, Andrew Bogut, Terrence Williams. No shit, always a 70 overall in 2K. <laughs> but what a bucket. Mm. Like, a year-in, year-out bucket. And then Donyo Marshall held the three-point record for three-pointers made in a game for... Until 13, until someone dropped 13 or until someone dropped 14. But yeah, he held it for like 15 years oh, and then Curry, Curry matched it with 12. I think Curry got 12 like four times wow. in that four hundred three three-point season. Fuck. Um, um, yeah.
0: I, I just wanted to share with you this really weird uh, 2K ad I got on Twitter. I'm just <laughs> going to read it out because it's just gobbledygook. Earn Amethyst Andrew Bogut kangaroo emoji. By playing through Steph Curry's iconic career moments in new siren emoji spotlight challenges available now in my team, use code Curry for three <laughs> for a free Steph card to complete the challenges. I, I, <laughs> that's a two K ad. Like, have a look at it. Have a look at it. God, that amethyst is... Andrew Bogut. Look at Curry, man. <laughs> amethyst Andrew Bogut is like I don't know the worst noise rock band name I've ever.
1: <laughs> heard. I just. I just don't get it. The best part of this is that it says meth in
0: Amethyst.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The rest of it can go fuck itself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh
0: my God. Anyway, if anyone understands what that means, please let us know.
1: Also, you've heard the meth word, which means it's time for us to keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Four more hours, baby. (laughs) (laughs) We just took meth. (laughs) Um
0: but well quick quick epilogue if you will um, it is there's so much more I still want to talk about but we're at an hour and yeah. I think we should stop because we'll just be saying things oh yeah yeah we yeah. don't want to exhaust the fans exactly alright well we'll see you next week guys happy new year bye you've been listening to an episode of the Jeff Van Gundy NBA Tribute Show hosted by Lucas Petridis and Marco Holden-Jeffrey if you like what you're hearing, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at JBGNBA Tribute Show and Twitter at JBGNBA. Thanks for listening, we'll see you in the next one.